Welcome to the Open for Business podcast with your hosts, Mitchell and Christina. We are here today at Mishef Studios, located in the heart of Toronto, and today we have a very special guest. This company's key focus is providing the modern-day man with hand-picked fashion essentials for any and all occasions. This team of fashion experts will make your next shopping experience effortless by providing one-stop shopping for all your fashion needs. Introducing Nick, owner of Urban Dapperman. Thank you for having me, guys. Thanks for coming. coming. Appreciate it. Of course. (laughs) You were one of the top people we thought of when we were. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. It was actually pretty easy to put our list together for our first season, I would say. We're just like, okay, who inspires us and who kind of like... We actually have to like shorten our list. Yeah, we did. Like, yeah. Like, okay, we're going to have to make a second season because this isn't going to (laughs) work. Right off the bat, eh? Yeah, right off the bat. (laughs) Okay, so where did the idea and name of Urban Dapperman come from? I'd say it's it's a mix of things. Mm-hmm. So I'd say it's a man or or even a woman, because shout out to the ladies, we're gonna a woman's line soon oh, too. Cool. Ooh, excited. Yep, yep. So it's anyone that can be confident enough to wear our brand and our accessories and just kind of have that confidence, have that bold mentality and just be comfortable in their own skin. Sweet, I like mm-hmm. that. And it's whether you're going in the city, whether you have a meeting or you go you're just cruising around, that's the way that we like to envision it, right? Yeah. So not only for fancy occasions, for everyday life. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, I think that's the best way to go about it. Now everyone's going to be dressed up every single day, right? I want to get the average yeah. Joe in there. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I like so wearing my, my flower for the, the nice fancy pieces. So well. Oh my God. <laughs> I got one for him and I got one for his dad. Yes. Every time they wear it together, they're like, oh, these are so, so cool. Clean. Oh yeah. I, know, I, I wasn't sure at first because like, I'm, I'm not usually like an accessory type of person. Like I don't really yeah. wear a watch. I don't really wear anything like that. So I was like, Hmm, this, this might be too much. And I put it on. I was like, fuck, this is box. cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, this is a cool. Yeah. Cause it's like, you could always wear it. And, and it's yeah. like, you don't, you're not wearing a rose, but you're, you got that idea exactly. of having a really nice yeah. rose there, you know? And that's what I noticed too, is that we've gotten a lot of like groomsmen that mm-hmm. have been wanting to like wear our products. Yeah. And you go like an entire day for a wedding and you wear a rose on your lapel of your suit. Right. And you notice that over the day it starts to frail, starts to mm-hmm. fall a little bit, you lose a couple mm-hmm. petals. You kiss somebody and it's done. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so having like a metal or like an actual stainless steel pin on there, doesn't have to be just a rose, but something on there will actually just like last a whole day. Yeah. And it's just a clean, fresh. Mm-hmm. And it's a keepsake that way, right? Absolutely. You can t- use it forever. I've been telling my brother, I was like, you need to get this. He's like, yeah, I know. And I told him not to get the same one as me. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because a couple of my jackets that I wanted to wear it with, I actually sent it out to like my tailor and got it like put a buttonhole like a oh, little like yeah because i didn't want it to just stab through it and yeah. like but most of, them, most of them do come most suits do come with the actual yeah. hole but yeah. you just yeah literally just punch it through and that's mm-hmm. fine yeah i just went extra a little bit extra mile i just wanted to be like nice yeah because he has this suit that he bought in portugal years ago and mm-hmm. it's like a really nice suit but it didn't have a hole in it so the mm-hmm. first time he had his lapel pin. This is like what I got it for you for Christmas. We had a wedding like within that week. Mm-hmm. I was like, I really want you to wear this. Goes, but I gotta put a hole in my suit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like oh come my on, God. I really want you to wear this. I'm like, it's just one day. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But then once you actually do it, you can't wear. It. Yeah, without. Oh, right? Yeah, it's just. It was sharp. It's it's a sharp look like on black too. Absolutely. Like you know. Yeah, I got you what the black one, and your dad has the silver. I think so. Yeah, and they Something are called like lapel pins. Mm-hmm. Lapel pins. Lapel pins. Might as well get the terminology right. Yeah. <laughs> are you doing like uh, the ones for ties, too? For tie clips? Yeah, tie yes, clips. We're, we're yeah. going to be adding that to our collection. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Cool. I never had one. Those are cool. You give yeah. me ideas for your birthday. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. So we do ties with that come with pocket squares, mm-hmm. lapel pins, 
Um, accessories like rings, bracelets, handmade bracelets, okay. necklaces. Nice. Necklaces too, right? Yeah. Nice. Absolutely. A little bit of everything. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> um, okay, so this is considered your side hustle, for lack of a better yeah. word. How do you ensure some kind of balance in between work and Urban Dapperman? I would say, well, first and foremost, family is the most important thing, mm-hmm. but obviously it's important to get your priority. Businesses should be one of your main priorities, mm-hmm. right? A little black book, a daily planner is essential, I'd say. It's important to, even when like, you're starting out your career, if, you're, if you have a side hustle, your career is going to be a designated amount of work hours, mm-hmm. right? So it's important to have that devoted time, even if it's Saturdays and Sundays, that you're devoting towards this, mm-hmm. right? You make it a priority. Right, you have to just yeah. force that time, make that time. Right, I think that's the most crucial thing. Definitely. Not to get sidetracked, mm-hmm. right? Because side hustle can sometimes take over. Mm-hmm. Of course, right? especially if you're so passionate about it, right? And it's not Absolutely. the same as your day to day. It's like yeah. something completely different. You can't help but get sucked into it. Like I've done it. I'm guilty of it. And I'm just like, wait a minute, I'm at work right now. Let's just take, take a step back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I know that's us, honestly. If we don't stay structured, because now we have this. If we don't have some kind of structure in the week, no. or at least I can speak for myself. Good luck. You yeah. get you get side you get distracted, or you get sucked into other things. Especially like my family on top. They're like, "Can you go do this?" I'm like, "I really, really can't." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm sorry, I really, really can't." Yeah. And they've gotten good. They yeah. understand. I always give them like a heads up. I'm like, "I got clients this day. Like, I can't help you." No, you got more of an upside down schedule than you used to. Yeah, they're you know? so used to like. Christine's gonna be home at five, you know, or yeah. whatever. True, exactly. See, little set times. <laughs> yeah, They're like, oh, Christine will walk the dog. It's no problem. I'm like, ha, jokes on you. I can't walk the dog. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so what kind of initiatives do you have planned in the future? So we actually, so a little bit of my background also. Mm-hmm. Um, so I studied in school. I studied environmental studies. So climate change is very important to me, mm-hmm. and I'm very into the, the protecting the environment and whatnot, mm-hmm. right? So growing up, I kind of got two educations, really. Like my dad owned a, a men's clothing store in Market Lane in Bridge mm-hmm. for over 30 years. So from 16, 17 years old, I was working for him, kind of getting the like two educations there with, eventually with environmental and with him. So I always knew that I would get into something with fashion. So I devoted my time and made sure that this is something that we could create. So we have a team of people that can make everyone's experience online shopping very, very simple, mm-hmm. right? So going back to environmental, uh, I always want to incorporate what I studied in school with my side hustle or my online shop. So it's going to be called the sustainability campaign. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be designing a collection of products, handmade bracelets and pins that, so the pins will provide a message and will give a image to, it's more so, more so for awareness, and to show how important it is to give back, to protect the environment, to protect the oceans. And the products that we're gonna be designing, the handmade bracelets, are all gonna be sustainable. So, for example, I'll give you one example. One of the bracelets will be like made of lava stone uh-huh. and glass beads. Cool. So lava stone is derived from lava rock mm-hmm. and it can be returned to the environment from which it came. And glass yeah. is completely 100% recyclable, mm-hmm. and the the bands we use are, are silicone based, like the, that feed through the, the beads. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's just environmental, sustainable products, 
and 50% of all the proceeds will be donating to a organization that's going to be fighting against climate change. That's well, amazing. We'll announce everything next month. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah. Wow. Exciting. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know anything about like the lava stone wow. thing. That's kind of cool. There are a few products and beads that are sustainable, so we like to try and stay with that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's very important to to our team. So nice. it's going to be great. No, and absolutely. It's no. definitely important to a lot of people now. You know, definitely well, sustainability. Like mm-hmm. I've I dealt with some I guess schools and stuff, and and the first some of the first thing that they've said to me was we're going sustainable exactly. like are, are you on board and you're just like i have to it's, you, crucial, like, right? it's crucial like uh, you, we're gonna make a mess of this world if we don't absolutely you especially know? everything that happened over in australia it's very very important you see firsthand a lot of people don't believe in climate change it's here it's now so you have to do something mm-hmm. right so something so coming from an entrepreneur I, i'd like to get my team on board with it and try mm-hmm. to give back a bit if we can nice of course yeah Every little bit helps. I feel like cutting out one thing that could affect the climate, if everyone does that, we're what? Exactly. An 8 billion people world, maybe more. I'm just making a number because I don't know off the top of my head. But like, <laughs> yeah. just a everyone lot. doing something that does something, you know right? What? That's exactly it, Christina, because yeah. some people think that it's, I'm just one person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, nothing's going to happen if I do this. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to happen if I do that. Right? So just a little bit here and there, even just recycling constantly. It or helps. cutting mm-hmm. out beef, for example, mm-hmm. or limiting your diet to beef mm-hmm. can do that much more, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course. And people with that mentality is the reason why we're at this, at this stage. Absolutely. Right? They're like, oh, well, I don't have to separate my garbage from my recycling. It doesn't make a difference. Well, that one household... No, really. They're going to have to. Exactly. That one <laughs> household has to. so yeah. much going through their house that yeah. you making that change will do so much for the environment in the long run. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's sad to say, but some people don't really understand that. Yeah. Or they refuse to anyways. Sustainability, people. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're, we're trying to get rid of a lot of our boxes and our bags and going like compostable, like poly mailers right. and stuff. And it brings down the cost on all ends and it's reusable. Absolutely. You know? Yep. So it's... It's crazy how you don't think about it until something drastic happens, but it's crazy how much we rely on plastic alone. Like you're, I didn't realize until <laughs> Everything's plastic. I started my own business. I was like, oh my God, there's so much plastic packaging and all this. I had to like tell her, I'm like, okay, I don't really need all this packaging. And she understood that, which was great. But it's just like, oh, I'm just going to put it in a Ziploc. No problem. Or I'm going to put it, I'm going to saran wrap it. Mm-hmm. Whatever the case may be. It's, it's insane. And we're growing so accustomed to that. Of course. What happened to the days when they used to drop drop off milk in like glass bottles? I know, well, right? My parents Before were kids. Time, but oh, of course, right? Oh yeah. I wish. Yeah. Maybe we'll get there. Bring someday. it back. Maybe. Get some they had, like the milk cubby in the side of the house. We need, we need to get the young people to start having some like micro farms, more micro farms. Oh, wow. You know. If they keep buying up land to build houses, like a, like, a, a, like a real healthy cow, you know, you're like, wow, that's real milk, real deal, Absolutely. real chickens. Like, Instead of mass production. Yeah. You don't need to eat that much meat, so you can have a little bit. You can get to that. Yeah. Right? Start turning it back. Absolutely. Well, it might come to a... It's drastic. It might come to, like, a life or death situation. Like, if we don't change... Oh, it's going to be. Yeah. It will. It will be. But it will force that option is what I'm saying. It's going to happen fast. The majority of the problem with climate change is that just the the farming and the harvesting of cows, Mm -hmm. for example, just hoarding them and keeping them for slaughter... Mm -hmm. Um, just from their, their belching and their, their stool and their stool, their number twos. Yeah. Um, (laughs) one of their, one molecule of methane 
equals almost 22 to 24 carbon dioxide molecules. Mm -hmm. wow. So carbon dioxide is one of the, the lead greenhouse gas emissions mm -hmm. in the world causing climate change. People don't realize that's just cows just in excess feeding mm -hmm. our gluttonous diets yeah. that is causing this so much, so drastically, right? Wow. So us, one person, just cutting down a little bit can make that much of a difference. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a ratio. Jeez. Oh Big. my God. Big numbers. Lots of documentaries on it. Leonardo DiCaprio has a good one. I have to watch that one. Yeah. Is it's it on Netflix? Uh, fire and Ice. Or right Through the Fire and Ice. Fire and Ice. Check that out. S something like that. I might be butchering it. But. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> no, I remember seeing something about it on uh, social media. But I don't think it's on Netflix. I think it's somewhere else. I'm not sure if it's on Netflix. That could be why that's can't find it. I'm not sure. But that's not important. I'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see there you go. Uh, what would you say is the most important strategy when operating a business to customer company? Potent strategy. Customer service. Customer service, customer service. If one other thing, going back to my dad, what I learned mm -hmm. since I was 16, 17 years old, people were coming back to him for him. Mm -hmm. His products were important. Of course. Right? The, the tailorship, uh, everything that he went through is, is definitely huge, but... It's how he treated people, how he like he cared, he knows exactly, he'll take one look at you, mm -hmm. look at Mitch and say, you're exactly this size, this will look great, oh you're going to try it on, you're per that's perfect, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, number one, it's, it's treating your customers properly, being on top of it very quickly, and response. Email responses are very important, I'm sure you could wait also. Yeah. But email, email response is definitely huge, especially for online businesses. People recognize that. Especially like, because we, we, we use a thing called TalkTO now, mm -hmm. and it's like, essentially just, we get an, like a, a live email from somebody that just wants to like, um, I guess have a question or whatever right away, and we'll respond right away, and it's like, it helps a lot. It's like, there's like, oh, right. maybe this product or whatever, something's wrong here, and you're like, done, fixed, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you, people like that. People like that you're like, yeah, sometimes I get a message at three in the morning and I'll reply, but that's just me, but people like that. that yeah. That there's somebody on the other side saying, "Hey, like, I'm here for you." No, exactly. I'm a real person, not <laughs> yeah. a robot. Yeah, yeah. I won't, I won't expose any companies, but a lot of companies, all oh, the big, big numbered companies, mm -hmm. they just they have a robot responding to your questions. Hi, I'm Cindy. How may I help? Right. You? And some people don't. Like these robots are so good with contacting you and responding back to you within like ten yeah, to fifteen seconds. seconds that they're like, "Oh, wow, this is amazing." Some people don't even realize they're it's, yeah, a it's a robot. Oh, they definitely don't. To like, yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm just getting the response I need. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that drives me crazy. I know. So, so talk to you has that option where I could like essentially pay somebody, well, a, a bot of some sort to do it for me. But it's free if I don't, so, and I'd rather do it myself. So it works. Well, you can customize your answers that way and give yeah. it more of a personal Absolutely. experience. Exactly. Imagine like, I don't know. It's all customized and stuff we do. Listening, Mitch does not have a bot. He's <laughs> <laughs> no, a real person. No bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, no bullshit to put it bluntly. Yeah. <laughs> so what does it do? I don't understand. Does it funnel all the different communication? Well, it has one? like this thing on the side of the screen where it's, it, it pretty much looks like a live person on a live chat box. Yep. And then you just like type oh, it okay. in and then I, 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 I yeah, and I, well, no, it doesn't actually have a face. It just has like a little, little help thing there. And then it comes right by email. Oh, okay. I was pitching something else. And Frankie gets it too. So we all get it and everyone sends a message saying, Hey, I'm responding. And that person takes it. Which is perfect, especially when you have so many different people. Yeah. You have to it's know easy. who's going to communicate. Because I think that was an issue you guys were running into. Like, stuff would be coming in, you don't know <laughs> who's going to take it. It happened the other day where there was, like, 
few of us actually sent the same message back to the same person. Oh, jeez. They're like, oh, but you just responded. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, somebody got to it. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you're human. It happens. There you go. At least it's humans part replying. Of it. That's part it's of it. humans <laughs> replying. But now you've learned. <laughs> you take it and you run with it. That's it. It's like, okay, now we know to talk to each other before we yeah. do something. Exactly. And there you go. That's one of the, the growing pains of working in a company with other people, not just like yourself, is mm. trying to figure out a good rhythm for everybody. Someone's got a different way of going about something. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's funny. I haven't seen Frankie in over a week and I just see him posting things and he's working. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Like, but that's just how it works for us. Sometimes yeah. I don't even see him. There's two doors away from me. Sometimes oh. I don't even see him. Well, he's also- <laughs> I just seen him on the way over today. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's also like doing waved hi. I'm like, hi. I'm like, I've been texting you all day. <laughs> Finally, a week later. Tapping on the phones. Yeah. Okay. Well, modern day business. What are you going to do? That's it. Yeah. There you go. Um, so, to lean into that a little bit, what would you say would be the overall pitfalls of running a business in the fashion industry? Um, I would say not to be clouded by. So, because it's an online shop, mm-hmm. it's it could be a little bit difficult to get your product out there without so people need to i'm like i don't know about you guys but i'm a very a very big person on touching feeling seeing right mm-hmm. so i want to make sure that my products are displayed taking photos out the photo shoots are, are done properly adequately so that my customers can see as best of their abilities how the quality of it uh, that it is mm-hmm. and the descriptions are all there so you don't want to come across that you you have a certain product that is not displayed properly, right? Because that's one thing, like I said, about online shop. You can't see, touch, or feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I would recommend to all online shops that are just strictly online is to get out to uh, pop-up mark, pop-up shops, like mm-hmm. open markets for in their communities, even outside their communities. A lot of them are, are in the area, and they periodically they they have different like locations, whatnot. Mm-hmm. So that's huge to be able to get out there. And I think that another pitfall would be the trends. Sometimes fads are like very, very fast. Quick, right? yeah. For example, for women, chokers, how long did those really last? Oh, right? I hated those. I know. But they went fast. But it went fast, yeah. right? So like, I feel like sometimes with men's products, it's a little bit, it takes a little bit like longer, mm-hmm. but it's important to get ahead of trends. It's not impossible to do that. Mm-hmm. It's challenging, but it's definitely possible, mm-hmm. right? So that's definitely not a pitfall, but a challenge is to get ahead of trends, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I feel like when you're dealing with uh, multi-conglomerate businesses like Fashion Nova, for instance, they'll see someone on the red carpet and within 24 hours, that exact outfit is manufactured to $30 and on their website. And yeah. even to me, I'm just like, yeah. how do they do Real that? Fast. They make like thousand units. Like I just don't know what I Easily. don't understand it. They probably make more. Probably more. I'm just those guys are that's nuts. also another thing too. It's a good point. It's mm-hmm. it's the quantity, right? So I'm buying these products to catch up with a trend. So like that's great. Like you're you're ahead of the trends, great. You buy a certain amount. Basically a trend is something you don't know how it's going to do because it's so new. Right? Yeah. So you buy an amount, you wanna buy this certain amount to keep up with your demand. Mm-hmm. But then if you buy a surplus of products, then you're forced to kind of break even or over in a short, a quick paced Mm -hmm. uh, trend is that you're forced to put it on clearance. Mm -hmm. Right. And then that that reduces your, Mm -hmm. your profitability. Right. Right. But for the most part, it's finding your own niche Mm -hmm. 
and sticking with that and then you go with it right and you learn along the way Mm -hmm. yeah i get that yeah i think that'd be anyone's um worry right is being stuck with this excess of product absolutely right even like with you guys like oh my god all the time and like the chef industry is totally different in terms of gauging because you're not gauging off of celebrity endorsements or anything like that right so you're trying to figure out what colors and what materials are what's next what's next season yeah exactly what's What's trending what's happening Mm -hmm. hemp fibers you know like that's the new thing and like we're trying to get there but no one's testing it enough to make these fabrics and stuff so we're like you know, waiting. It's huge now. Yeah, right? it's huge. But like, no one wanted to fund that before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because nobody wanted to grow this stuff to, to get, in order for it to be legal to test it, to do it, to, to yeah. all the process. You know, and we don't have. Well, now we're starting to have excessive mm-hmm. amounts of it. So, hopefully, they make some fabrics with it and stuff nice. like that, which would be. Well, that's everything really that's cool. been happening the past year too, right? Yeah. That's kind of accelerated full throttle. Skincare products too with hemp. The also. whole thing. Yeah. yeah, I really have hemp moisturizer at home. I don't really think there's any hemp in it. I have a feeling you'd have hemp. I did. <laughs> I did. Winners. It was on sale. There you go. Whatever. <laughs> I had it in my like beautiful like bathroom thing for the longest time. I was nice. like, no one's using this. I'm just gonna go put this in my bathroom. I'm gonna moisturize my own skin. <laughs> no one's using it. <laughs> um, okay. What would be your five-year company goal? So five years from now, where mm-hmm. do you see Urban Dapperman? Um, I would say just grow the brand. Mm-hmm. I would want to. So I noticed that with a sh- with an online shop, yes, like direct to consume the consumer is great. Utilizing your different platforms, your free platforms. So anyone watching out there that has their own online shop, I'd recommend Etsy. Um, even like Wix is a platform that makes your own website. Just that's the website itself. Mm-hmm. But getting on multiple platforms. Um, so direct to consumer is always great. That being said, I'd like to expand and see where it could go because I've already started to notice traction Mm -hmm. on wholesaling and also getting into certain retailers, Mm -hmm. right? So even on a consignment basis, I know it's not very common in in Ontario and Toronto, but I think that we can kind of take a, a piece out of Australia's book because Australia has a very big consignment market and they do a lot really? of that so getting into shops tattoo tattoo parlors uh, barbershops salons uh, in obviously men's clothing stores mm-hmm. would be a huge thing for all their fashion needs mm-hmm. and urban dapper man can make them feel as fresh as possible i like sure. that so it's not just an online presence it's a physical presence absolutely. too right and it goes back to what i said earlier about being able to see it touch it feel it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely i didn't know australia had a huge consignment market yeah cool an even bigger reason for us to go to Australia now. Seven's great. <laughs> Only a 17-hour flight. I know, right? <laughs> I think we'd kill each other. No, I, I think I think most like as a small brand, it's 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 in your almost your best interest to do consignment. You Absolutely. know, mm-hmm. yeah. like it's freest the cheapest way to get in front of people. It's a win-win for everyone too. Yeah. Yeah, we had. Um, I I did consignment. You did consign for a bit, but Frankie and his brother, who were our first episode, no, second episode, mm. for Norhounds, they, um, they're growing their band, brand based on consignment. And they said it's been working amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't think, like to start out, you wouldn't think that's where to go. You would think online. It's going to cost you so it. much money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But you're like, this is a no-brainer when you think about it. It's like, why am I going to have it on my shelf when I have it on somebody else's shelf with people looking at it? Absolutely. It doesn't yeah. cost the same amount. So. Yeah. You know, know what I mean? Absolutely. I agree. Your question. Perfect. Advice for someone who's looking to start their own fashion, I guess, related business. I would say find your niche, right? So 
find what works for you. Do once you end up getting into it, sponsored ads are huge. Mm-hmm. Definitely huge. Utilize those. Instagram, Facebook, Etsy now has sponsored ads yep. as well, which has like an algorithm that can then reverse send it out to Instagram and Facebook. Nice. So, oh, cool. So, so they've integrated that now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I tried it once. What's that? I, I tried it once upon a time when they first started it. So it's good to see that they've gone that far. Great. Awesome. Uh, they start expanding it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but so, and, and for anyone who doesn't know listening, Etsy is for handmade or, or handcrafted products mm-hmm. too. So you kind of have to have your own, you can't just be like, an yeah, just I wish Etsy did a better job with, uh, um, I guess, uh, regulating that because I've seen a lot, like it's turned into an Alibaba in my opinion. Yeah. And and when it, when it first started, I it was really it good. Kind of, I noticed a few of that too. You know, it, it was really good with like handmade stuff. And I was like, wow, this is going to really take off. But I think once they started letting like the, the, the person that just wants to sell things on there, then it really kind of... Yeah. Yeah, really yeah. takes away from this is handmade, really cool stuff. True. And True. now you're now as a consumer, you're like, okay, is it handmade or did somebody just like grab it from here yeah, and put it there? Exactly. Is Which it, is it, yeah, you would want to stay away from. So you got to really read through it now. But that's why, like, to when I first signed up for Etsy, you have to provide them with a video showing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to do a video now. Oh, so that was a couple years ago too. I did that. Really? So yeah. maybe I, mean, I, I, still, like I got years. in before. You don't do that anymore though, but. I got maybe I got in right before that. I see. Yeah, maybe. this is when you first started. It's almost six years ago. Yeah, five, five, four and a half years. And he's saying three. No, three, yeah. So yeah, yeah so, so it's maybe must I have just started just then. before that. Because you only tried, you didn't try it for that long. You tried for I less still than use a year. It. I still yeah, but when it. you set up your account, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I set up my account, and like my products are still on there. I'm still selling products. Like I'll sell mm-hmm. like I don't know a couple of products a year. Mm-hmm. But but I noticed that the because they renew, they auto renew your listing. So mm-hmm. a listing is just like those 15 you, cent things. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta do it. It auto renews. Mm-hmm. So it would be good for, you don't have to be on it constantly deleting it, reposting it. You're not getting just lost within like the, the queue of people that are posting their products. Oh, nice. It auto renews. It goes right back to the top again. Cool. So kind of like Google, how it goes right back to the top of listing. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that like we've gotten orders from like all around the world mm-hmm. already. That's cool. And it's, it's outstretched our hands like immensely. Wow. Right. So wow, that's really good. That's yeah, a good I problem to have though. No, no absolutely. For really? sure. Absolutely. Yeah. No, but it's definitely that, but crazy. That's, that's great, right? Yeah. Because Instagram and, and Facebook, I feel, can only give you so much. So yeah. So I really, I'd recommend Etsy for, to a lot of people. Yeah. Nice. For Facebook and Instagram, it's kind of like white noise a lot of the time. It's very mm-hmm. hard to get someone's attention. Even for my stuff, I'm trying to explore other avenues because it's like it's not really working the way it needs to. You're scrolling like crazy. You're scrolling. Right? It's like, okay, yeah, I can write a compelling caption, but is it really grabbing their attention? I can, can take an awesome photo, but is it really grabbing their attention? You don't really know. And even the insights for your business account, like there's... It's very top line. It's very like, here's my age range. Here's my gender. It doesn't tell me anything. I know. It doesn't tell me their interests. Doesn't tell me anything like that. that already, but right. <laughs> like okay, I know I have seventy percent women on my channel. Awesome. <laughs> what else can you tell me? And that's that's another thing, right? Even for small businesses, that you rely on all these tools, and they're not really helping you the way they could. Yeah. And it sucks because I'm coming from the agency side, and I know there's even more out there to use, but they don't make it to the public, mm-hmm. and it's un- it's unfortunate. Because so many other businesses, smaller, medium-sized businesses, would be in such a better place now. And they would use the platform even better mm-hmm. because of it. Yeah. You get these posts that are just awful. I think it used, to, <laughs> it used to be a little bit better until they, they really, like, segregated, like, public to, I guess, yeah. the 
Agency. An agency. Yeah, yeah. Because before I used to do my own stuff, and then it was like, oh wow, this is becoming more difficult to do my own stuff, you know. And that's probably what you know. What they probably made it that way to gear towards the agencies, because the agencies are where it's running those multi-billion-dollar oh, yeah, accounts. Realistically, so right? It could be kind of just like yeah, skipped over and not looked at properly mm-hmm. when it's approved, right? Which is unfortunate. Yeah. It is. And then even like for organic um, social media, but also influencers that don't necessarily get paid to promote a product for them, it's even harder because they don't have $10,000 behind their videos. They don't have um, huge brands backing them up. They're like, this is just a general influencer video. So it's like across all fronts, across all different marketing channels. It's difficult. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. We're going to get into some personal questions. So these are like short, short, short questions. Okay. Okay. So current podcast. What do you listen to? And you can say no. We've had people yeah, say no. Do you no. listen to podcasts? I do. It's oh, I might have to check my phone. <laughs> I might have to check my phone actually because I'm new to this and actually I added it recently. Oh, what science says about fasting. And it's actually the do's and don'ts. It's the, the myth from the actual fact. Mm-hmm. And uh, based on 12 on and 12 off. So I think it's, it's basically it's not important to do it all the time. Mm -hmm. So you basically don't eat for 12 hours at a time. So you do eight to eight basically, but you don't have to do it all all the time basically. Mm -hmm. So there's that one. Um, There's also the, there's one about sugar as well and all the myth on sugar and how like all the bad things that is happening like to your body, detoxifying yourself and just getting away from all that. So basically the health stuff I've been on. Cool. Interesting. So I'm going to try and, Check try that to out. more like plant-based things also. Yeah. Try to get into that. I'm not going to go full vegan yeah. to it, but yeah. I'm going to try. Doing your part. Yeah. Doing nice. your part for sure. I applaud anyone who can go vegan. Yeah. yeah. You've tried it. No. I've tried. Like, tried? I, I, yeah, I, I've tried it and it lasted not even a week, like four days, five days. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, my body's just going crazy right now. It was uh, really intense. Was yeah. Jungle. Well, it wasn't that. It was just like, it was like really heavily detoxifying in a way. Well, you put and your I was body like, shock. holy exactly. shit, this yeah. is in- intense. Yeah, your body starts Maybe like just like easy into it could be like a little bit easier. Yeah. Well, I went hardcore with the whole microgreens and everything. He doesn't know how to. So, yeah. That's his problem. He doesn't know how to so, ease into something. No, no, I'm extreme. Yeah. Two feet. Jump yeah. Right at it. I'm in or not. But when you were a vegetarian, that lasted a month. Uh, I'm pretty sure that lasted like a month. two weeks. No. That's pretty good. Because it's definitely easier to go vegetarian. Yeah, like yeah. I, I still like eating eggs and stuff like that. Yeah, the yeah. dairy is, I think, yeah. the most difficult. Would be the most difficult for me. I don't consume yeah. a lot of dairy, so that's pretty not that bad for me. But whereas I have more dairy than I do meat. Like I can like how many times we make dinner and I'm, there's no meat in our dinner. It's all veggies. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever. Like we're fine with that. But like God forbid I can't have my eggs in the morning. Or I can't have a latte, as stupid as that sounds. Oh, I need my cream and my coffee. Oh, right? Yeah. A little dollop of cream. Espresso, too. Yeah. A little something. <laughs> I know. We got a new espresso machine, and now it's like cappuccinos every day. Oh, always. <laughs> always. The, froth, the frother goes a bit a long way, too, late. Eh? It does. <laughs> Mine was working today, and I was like, I don't know what to do. I was like, oh, I can't have my latte. Oh, my God. My brother's like, okay, Christina, just relax. <laughs> All right, go to business apps. Um, I may have mentioned them before, but yeah. Etsy app, Wix. Um, there's even a new one that I have to get into a little bit more. Like I just made an account for it, but Depop. I don't know if you guys heard no, about that. I don't think so. No. I think maybe focus a little bit more in the States. Cool. But it's just another platform for shops and selling. Cool. Sweet. Um, media, media-wise, editing, Photoshop, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
just keep it light, just more for editing white backgrounds and whatnot. Um, Snapseed's always good. I'd recommend that for editing photos also. Um, what else? What else do I use? I think that's about it. Visco's always good. I'm sure everybody knows about Visco. Yeah. Seal. That's I, always good. For I never use them. I tried. I don't know. I never liked how anything got rendered. Like after it was done, I was like, this looks funny. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. Maybe that's not just pro- me. But not product pictures. You know, more like lifestyle. 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 Yeah, I think lifestyle. Yeah, okay. Lifestyle. Yeah. I don't do very, the lifestyle too much. So yeah. that maybe that's why. For products, like you and I, like our products, we would do as minimal as possible. Yeah. It's more so than just backgrounds and making the, the product pop and just comparing it in real life versus the photo and just making sure it looks exactly how it looks. Yeah. And that's like the, the that's most important. The challenge. Yeah. yeah. You got me into that. Wix too, even for my stuff. I remember yeah. I had to transfer my website because there was stuff that happened. I was like, I don't, I was trying to like figure out a platform to build my website mm-hmm. off of. And then I tried using Wix. He told me Wix and then I tried making the website. I'm like texting him. I'm like, I don't know how to use this. That's funny. I was like, I need help. <laughs> he was like giving me tips. I was like, oh, thank God. Got and then I was able to build the podcast nice. one off of, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly, it's just, once you start getting it, like with anything, I know you can see this about anything, but mm-hmm. once you get the hang of it, it's kind of second nature after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That's what uh, that is. But anything. I do like the mobile, the mobile version of Wix. Yeah. It's really good. It's really useful. Oh, another thing too, really important for online shops too, is being able to, if you sell a product, you have to quickly be, have your team or somebody on there to make sure that you still have that product tangibly mm. because you get a few times you, you sell a product and that's your last one. And Oh, you get a product, you get an order. Really? Minutes, what if five, 10 minutes later you get an order and Oh, that was my last one. What do I do? Right? Yeah. And then it looks wow. really bad on you. So you have to use your, your, your apps oh are your God. best friend, mm-hmm. social media apps and your business apps, obviously. Yeah. And you got to update your shop, right? Yeah. Oh Keeping God. the inventory on top Keep of it. It's hard. It's hard because you, you try to sell on different platforms and stuff. And then you do it in exactly. person and you're like always chasing this inventory. And <laughs> Doing multiple yeah. sponsored ads too could could have that happen. Of course. So, mm-hmm. be on it. And you got to make sure you have enough. To make sense Absolutely. for the sponsored ads. Yeah. Where you're not like <laughs> you know? losing money in a sense. <laughs> Definitely. That's the hardest part I find. Absolutely. It's like you want to make this noise. And I think we talked about it in one of our episodes. I think it was the linked episode, if I remember correctly. You want to make this noise, but we're like, what's the balance between spending a lot of money and also making a lot of money? Like you got to figure out what your happy mm-hmm. medium is. Because yep. so I think one of the girls was saying like, oh, I want to do this, this, this. And then the other owner was like, okay, let's like take it down a notch because we can't do that. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to figure out that balance, yeah, right? Definitely. Yeah. All right. Current food craving. Ooh. <laughs> That's a tricky one. Hmm. I don't like chocolate is like yeah. always, always tough. Always tough. But trying to stay away from the the sugars right so that's that's hard craving yeah like it's it's definitely the hardest thing to overcome but i've noticed that whenever i have a bad like a craving for like junk mm-hmm. go to popcorn i don't know why yeah really yeah what's well, seems to do it for me it's I like the why. healthier option exactly kind of right. yeah yeah so i have a popcorn maker at home just toss some kernels in do you actually a couple of seasons and oh awesome. my god <laughs> <laughs> I recommend to everybody it's the best thing ever oh. Well, I feel dangerous. like popcorn just like really this kind of like the healthy junk food. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. And if you make it right, it's not going to be like too buttery, or too salty or anything like exactly. that. Right. Well, you can make it without salt or anything. Like yeah. Just oil. Yeah. I don't do, yeah. I don't do butter. You should just put a little bit of olive oil on mm-hmm. it. The Italian style. Bang. <laughs> a little bit, a little dash just of pinch, uh, pinching with salt. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only person that does that. <laughs> Putting on a show, a little bit of popcorn. <laughs> 
Can we Snapchat see something? He's just doing this. So I, was like, I was like, I thought you were editing. Yeah, <laughs> we just laugh at him now. Awesome. <laughs> All right, what's your morning ritual to start your work day? Double shot of espresso, dollop of cream. Dollop. <laughs> oh man, that, that's huge. That's like the main thing, to be honest, and I'm up and at him. I think you're the only person yeah. that says dollop. I'm pretty dollop. sure. Yeah, dollop, dollop is a thing. Toss it in. I don't think I've heard no. anyone else say that. You must say one cream. It's not like a, you know, like a barista, right? A dollop. What do you mean? Of course, I'm a barista. A chef would use that word dollop. Most people wouldn't use that word dollop. That's what I'm saying. I never yeah. heard someone say that. I'm an old soul. Like. <laughs> 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 All right, current book or audio book? Audio book. I think that's well. I guess it is the, the podcast, podcast, right? I don't. I'm t- I don't know. I think I do have to get into audiobooks though. Yeah. yeah. To do a lot of driving for work. But um, I think I do have to start getting into them. Because, like, growing up, I did. I read a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I want to get into a little bit more as I'm, as I'm older, right? So, mm-hmm. driving and audiobooks are always. Always yeah, into it. I know I got into that for a while and yeah. it kind of fell off for a bit. Now I'm kind of getting back to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So, what are you I, into? Uh, with the audiobooks, you, it's usually more like either like spiritual, like like the whole Zen feeling, like you know, like that kind of like finding yourself to relax. Nice. And then a lot of, to do with like personal, I guess like self help type of things and like personal, awesome. uh, like personal business, growth. personal growth. Yeah. Essentially, nice. money management, all that kind of stuff. That's like what, what I like to listen to. I don't. Of your own head sometimes. Uh, like you won't hear me listen to like sci-fi stuff. Like no, yeah. no fucking way. Like <laughs> no. I want real Dude, shit. Like, you know what is good though? The Joe Rogan experience. See, it's I, also another good one. All he talks about. Yeah, it's like, really good. I, I I've been in and out of it, and I'm trying to find like my groove with it. That that's what it is with yeah. me. It's like a bitter hate, like a love hate with the, the Joe Rogan experience for some reason. Really, yeah. Like I like it, and then I like fall off. It's not one that I can continuously awesome. go. Yeah, I like right. the the one with Elon Musk. I didn't check that one that out. Guy's, oh guy's my god! Cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> that Tesla. That's, that guy's a real deal. Just to see what he yeah. has to say. You've never seen that one? No, I'm gonna check it I out. I recommend it. That yeah? looks great. Yeah. There's a scenario where his um, his executive assistant wanted a raise, and he's like, you know what? Take two weeks. Take a vacation. When we come back, like we'll discuss it. Whatever. Like just like think it over. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And in two weeks, he was able to do both jobs. So when she came back, he's like, I don't technically need you. And it's so savage, but it's just kind of like one of those life lessons. Like someone's always going to ask for something more. And until they kind of like take a step back, you do really need that job. It's insane. That was like that one story of Elon Musk that's that's always stuck in my head. You know what? You can't compare him with with like really majority of people, like his jobs, like He's you not. can't owners, yeah. right? You can't. The company owners, because like, he's a different breed. It's almost like one of those people that just like looks at it like, like Dan Payne, where it's like, I don't need friends, I don't have friends, this is what I do. Absolutely. And that sounds kind of sad. And they're savages, savages. He creates companies as a hobby. Yeah. It's crazy. No big deal. Yeah. It's a crazy like hobby. He, <laughs> he said, like in that, actually, in the Joe Rogan experience, when he, so he asked him about how the cars are coming in development, and he said one of his senior engineers approached him and said, hey, you know what? I th- you know what I think we would be like really cool? We should make our car dance. And Elon Musk goes, what do you mean? And the guy goes, yeah, you know, like we can probably incorporate something in the chips that when the, the orchestra, this orchestra song comes on, the lights and everything will dance to it. Oh, okay. Right? And he's, 
he's like, that sounds amazing. We should have that done before Christmas. <laughs> like, he's like nerdy and like, yeah. Yeah. like that, right? Like, who would think of like, a huge business owner yeah, just decide to do this that? This crazy yeah. idea. And apparently, the, that's like an Easter egg. That's in all Teslas. I'm sorry, Tesla Model X, mm-hmm. right? And they can, somewhat, if you like look online hard enough, you can decipher it and it'll dance to the... Oh my god, that's so cool. Wow. We're gonna get sucked into YouTube Elon after. Musk. Yeah, what a guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's like it goes right back to your point. Like he's building companies at a hobby, yeah, but it's also like he's such a genius in his own way yeah. that he he even hires the right people to come up with these ideas, right? Like his team is pretty much his backbone, I would mm-hmm. say. Finding a team that shares your vision and thinks like you do. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's like the best thing that anyone can try to mm-hmm. attain is getting a team that thinks how you do so you can take steps back and yeah. you can proceed right yeah that's part of trust right that's, that's, I think that's the hardest part when growing your business mm-hmm. is finding people who, are, who will ride with you but also work as hard as you or at least mm-hmm. try to yeah same vision mm-hmm. yeah. like similar ideas and same vision yeah nice yeah, yeah. Like I was talking to someone the other day and she you know we were talking about her coming underneath my brand but there's the way the conversation was going I just had this feeling I was like I don't think she's gonna hustle the way that needs to happen so I told her I'm like listen I don't think it's gonna work right now when you know where you want to be we'll talk about it but it sometimes people don't get that um, instinct mm-hmm. until the person's actually in the organization then then when you do you, then you have to kind of go through the growing mm-hmm. pains and everything like that fire your yeah. like close family I'm not gonna fire my close family what's the matter with you <laughs> That makes Christmas <laughs> awkward. Do you not understand? Worst case scenario. We all sit at the same table. Yeah. 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 That's so like funny. when you see like those mafia movies and like stuff gets so you thrown. you don't hire family. Yeah. yeah. This is why you don't hire family. It's a... Uh, <laughs> can't refuse. Literally. Favorite type of vacation and where? Ooh, that's a good one. Somewhere where my girlfriend and I went, Costa Rica. Mm. Absolute so best place in the world, in my opinion. Wow. Fantastic. So many different species, like biodiversity, everything. There's a little bit of, so you can stay on, like I got an Airbnb. We did uh, the all-inclusive way, but we went off the resort and did like everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, place called Tamarindo. Ooh, nice. It's a surf city. town. Yeah, it's literally surf town. It's probably like the, like, I don't know. We're dying to go. Just like oh monkeys God. like eating, um, while you're eating lunch, monkeys just like jumping around above you. Just fantastic. That. Went surfing. Wow. Failed miserably. Yeah. Oh, so hard. <laughs> Can't go to Costa Rica and not go surfing. Right? I, it's part of the culture. I surfed once and I was like, you know, give me a bodyboard. Yeah. I want to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you got the bodyboard before you went in the water, if yeah. I heard the story correctly. Probably. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guys, the sun was going down and I was running to get, to get a surfboard. It's actually kind of a funny story. And apparently surfboards, I didn't even know this, it's my lack of like knowledge, have three fins on it, mm-hmm. okay, on the bottom for balance. The guy gave me with one in the middle, both the two were broken off. So I was literally having such a hard time just balancing and getting up on the board. Oh my God. That, like, and I was, sun's going down, I need to, I need to get up my way, I need yeah. to get up my way. And um, yeah, I failed miserably. It's so hard. I failed miserably. It's so hard, it's exhausting. Definitely. I have gone before. I've gone once before that in yeah. Tacana, and I got I had gotten up on the board and made it to the shore. Oh wow! It, it was all right. Yeah, like, I got it after a while, but this was like. Oh, I, I couldn't get up, so I just said, "Give me a bodyboard." <laughs> that's enough. But yeah, Costa Rica for sure. Wow. We're dying to go. And ATVing, horseback riding, applying all that. Like, I hear so, I hear so many people saying that now. It's just like Costa Rica, Costa yeah. Rica. Like, My girlfriend just came safe. back. She yeah. um 
I used to work with her at one of my agencies, so she was there, and I was like, I want a full reco. She literally gave me like a Google Doc of everything. I'm like, I've never loved you more. Thank you so much. <laughs> you need that, right? Like, you need somebody to like tell you that who's been there already and give you like yeah. a little bit of a quick itinerary. You don't have to follow everything, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's good to like cross things off, right? Yeah. A lot of people have done the Airbnb way. A lot of people have done the all inclusive way. Like, honestly, either which way you're fine with, we're dying to go, honestly. I feel like all inclusive makes more sense. Like, you're still gonna go off the resort, mm-hmm. but in terms, if you're going with your couple, with as a couple, mm-hmm. going off the resort is it's more affordable. If you're doing a large group of people, Airbnb is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can break down that uh, yeah, yeah, the, the cost, price, right? the overhead cost. Yeah, exactly. Right? You're all splitting food and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a great time, but. But yeah, no, Costa Rica, like 150%. Yeah, we did that breakdown, or I was doing that breakdown. I'm dying to go. Well, I'm dying to do Costa Rica. Play your cards right, we'll go. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, perfect Sunday. Perfect Sunday. Going out for brunch? I think uh, I am a big big brunch guy, (laughs) definitely. So am I. Take my girl out. Go go for brunch and then uh, go for a quick workout, work that off. Go for a jog, (laughs) that's a little bit more mild out there. Mm Work on the website a little bit to design the website myself. So keep it updated, post something. Um, what else? Spend some time with family and then end it all off. Go for drinks with the boys. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. It's it's eventful. Yeah, it's right? a well-rounded day, I would yeah. say. It's pretty stocked in 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Sure. With the girls, the family, the boys, you know, not bad. It's a mix of everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. We're gonna play a little game. We're gonna play, Ooh, okay. we'll, we'll play Would You Rather. Ooh. I think we pretty much, we're just gonna keep it at always Would You Rather from now on. Yeah, we talked about that weeks ago, but okay. Would, would you never, would you rather never travel again or never drink beer again? Oh, wow. And I love beer. <laughs> and they go hand in hand. I hate to say it, but I gotta get rid of beer. Yeah. I cut her off. Wow. Yeah, travel's huge. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're working hard. You gotta, you gotta get out. You gotta break your routine. Mm-hmm. Traveling's important for your mental health. Travel's important for your growth. I feel like the right trip or multiple trips can change you as a person in a positive way. So I'm gonna say, I hate to do it. The tears are rolling down my eyes. Goodbye to all my tears. <laughs> They're just true, getting better. Angela hears it. She goes, so I heard you're uh, giving up beer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I shouldn't be too too upset because then the beer gut goes away. Right? There you go. <laughs> we know that feeling. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Okay. Well, thanks for coming, Nick. We really no appreciate problem. it. I'm so happy you guys having me. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone, go follow Urban Dapperman on Instagram. New OFB episodes every Tuesday morning. Follow our podcast account, Open for Business Podcast on Instagram as well. And follow our business accounts, Me Chef, Green Paw, and Beautiful to support local Canadian businesses. Subscribe to our YouTube channel because you'll be able to watch our guests every single week. And make sure to check out our website, openforbusinesspodcast.ca for everything OFB related. Until next time. Awesome. Thanks for coming. Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks you. you.